0: We have ourselves a series, folks. The Boston Bruins defeated the Carolina Hurricanes by a score of 4 to 2 in game 3 on Friday night, setting up a pretty critical game 4 tomorrow afternoon. We're going to talk about all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, a bonus episode. You're Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, Bruins fans, and welcome to a special bonus Saturday episode of the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. It's a beautiful day out there. I hope you are out and about doing some yard work, being productive. I'm stuck inside with another two-line COVID test, so I thought I'd jump on and talk about last night's game against the Carolina Hurricanes in which the Boston Bruins got back into their first-round playoff series. Quick thank you for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. podcast is free and available on all your podcast apps as well as on YouTube, so please do hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed, Free to listen and enjoy. Uh, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Now, it looked as though we were en route to the same old story last evening as the Carolina Hurricanes took a 1 0 lead on the Boston Bruins. But it was pretty much all Boston from there as they scored four straight goals. We'll talk about the second goal for the Hurricanes here in a moment, but just a tremendous effort up and down the lineup, and it was kick-started by a short-handed goal scored by Charlie Coyle off a beautiful feed from Jake DeBrusque on a two-on-one opportunity. Brad had said when J.D. and C.C. made that play short shorthanded to get us back in the game, it changed our whole demeanor. Same for us fans, everybody watching, everybody in the building. Uh, the mood was jubilant to begin the game, a lot of hope that the Bruins can get back into it. You go down one nothing, and the air comes out of everything. Uh, Brad Marchand. he went on to say we've been playing catch-up all series it felt good to know that we can come back in those situations we can respond the way we have in the past it's one game it's day-to-day but it, obviously it feels good to get that one and on to the next and it was a big night for Brad Marchand. he was one of four different goal scorers for the Bruins he also added uh, two assists his second Or sorry, his goal was the second on the night to give the Bruins a 2-1 lead. Their first lead against the Hurricanes, not just in the series, but all season long. It was a huge lift for the Bruins. Uh, They have their first lead against the Hurricanes. All of a sudden, they get to play a little more comfortable in their game. And kind of do what they're able to do on home ice. You know, some of these guys have been through a lot. You look back to 2011, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand being in 0-2 holes, and they were relying on those veteran guys to um, remind everybody that there are highs, there are lows. you got to take it one day at a time and really fight through it. Uh I mentioned the shorthanded goal. The Bruins were also successful on the power play. They had two goals in five opportunities. They went a perfect five-on-five on on the penalty kill. Yesterday, I talked about the importance of limiting Carolina's power play opportunities, trying to break through on the power play. Uh, Their penalty killing is number one ranked in the NHL. And uh, it was great to see David Pasternak scoring his first off the playoffs to make it three-one, with about five oh seven to go in the second period. That ended up being the game winner. And then he and Taylor Hall played some amazing uh, passing right in front of Carolina goaltender uh, Kachetkov. Hall over to Pasternak. We all assumed Pasta was going to shoot. He passed it back to Hall, and Hall put it in a relatively open net um, to make it 4-1 at that point. Speaking of the penalty kill, or special teams, Big Bear of the night quite clearly was Derek Forbort. Uh, He was huge on the penalty kill. Team high 6 minutes and 46 seconds of shorthanded ice time he also had one second more than charlie mcavoy overall he blocked an incredible nine shots in that time jeremy swayman said he loves foreboard. he's the man he's been doing that for us all year long uh does everything for the team for the crest it shows and guys played hard for him it's an awesome person to have in front of me he said Uh, Marshawn added Forbort is the type of player that you win with in the playoffs because he's willing to put his body on the line every shift puts his body in harm's way Uh, he blocked some huge opportunities from that team over there and uh, really showed his value to the Bruins last night you know he's not the best 5 on 5 he's not the best at creating offensively even moving the puck but He's a stay at home guy. He's heavy on the body, or can be, anyways. And he showed his worth last night, certainly, with all these shot blocks. And it was a huge reason why the Bruins were able to keep the um, Carolina Hurricanes' attack at bay last night. Before we move along, quick word about Bet Online your number one source for all betting stats, and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, Stanley Cup playoffs, and this weekend's Kentucky Derby. BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, eSports, and more. Head to the website today, use your mobile device, and learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game is. Starts. So the Bruins, uh, yeah, last night, some much-needed contributions from the top line. I mentioned Posternak scored, Marchand scored, and that came after the decision to reunite that previously separated top line. I had a bit of concerns going into that. You know, Jake DeBrusk had been succeeding on the top line. Holland Pasternak had been succeeding on the second line. You saw the chemistry they had on the power play. Um, but for this game, it certainly worked. Boston improved to 18-4 and four in the playoffs when all three recorded a point. Um... So I would expect that that line will remain together for game four tomorrow afternoon. In fact, I believe Jake DeBrusque was even skating on the third line this morning after he and Charlie Coyle displayed that great chemistry on that um, two-on-one shorthanded goal. Marshand's three points moved him past Rick Middleton while tying Phil Esposito for third place on Boston's all-time postseason goals list, 46th of his career. If the Bruins have a chance to tie this series, it will be because Brad Marchand has found his game, we hope. Uh, He said it's the most he's felt engaged in a while. Um, The importance of the situation you're in, It hit us all. Guys seemed like they were prepared when they got to the rink. Uh, There's desperation the Hurricanes have been playing with since Game 1, and that's what the Bruins need to play with every day moving forward. Good lesson for the Bruins to continue to learn, and they need to keep playing like that. If there was one play or area where... There was a bit of a eek moment. It was the second goal scored by uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, Jacob Slavin kind of just firing it on net from a distance, and it found its way past Jeremy Swayman. However, for the night, he made 25 saves on 27 shots and made some really important saves on the penalty kill and... Just overall, you know, Bruce Cassidy had talked about them needing those timely saves. He came in with the mindset that you just do everything you can to win. Um, He said it was a great experience. Every time you walk into a full building in Boston, the playoffs, it's a whole other level. And, uh, you know, he had only been able to play last year. Um... In relief, making a start, getting that first career playoff win, certainly huge for him. And Marshan said he thought Swayman played great, made some huge saves at timely moments. There's that word again. And seemed to be very composed. It's a high-pressure game. They knew the magnitude of it. And he was prepared and did what was expected of him. Um... Cassidy pointed to his calm demeanor. Doesn't think that will change. Swayman likely will be in for tomorrow's game against the Hurricanes, game four. Uh, He's going to get tested. Uh, Hurricanes are going to come out strong, obviously. And Swayman was ready for it. And hopefully he'll be ready and up to the test for tomorrow's game against the Hurricanes. Um, so yeah, the Bruins, not quite out of the hole yet, but they did a good job of climbing back in the series, showing that they're not pushovers, uh, five on five, again, held the advantage in terms of, uh, actually they had a slight disadvantage, 49.3% shot attempts five on five. Um high danger chances, it was 50-50. So it was a pretty even game, all things considered. If you kick it up to all situations. Um yeah, the hurricanes had a bit of an advantage in terms of shot attempts, uh, high danger chances, um, and expected goals. So it's a bit of a reverse from the first two games, but the Bruins. Got on the scoreboard, uh, didn't allow Carolina's goals to pile up, and um, those timely saves on the part of Jeremy Swayman were, of course, uh, huge. So Big Bear of the Night goes to Derek Forbort for his nine shot blocks on the penalty kill. A perfect penalty kill for the Boston Bruins. Uh, Brad Marchand, like I said, had a huge game. Needs to continue to play at that elite level for the Bruins to have a chance to tie the series. Uh, I also thought Bergeron had a good game. Five shots on goal, as did David Pasternak. Charlie McAvoy, steady as per usual. Um... You know, Thomas Nosick on the third line. He was bumped up to the second line. Didn't bring a ton for the Boston Bruins. Uh, Chris Wagner coming back, had a shot, two hits. He was on the ice when Curtis Lazar drew a penalty. And Lazar, I think, was in severe sickle mode last night. I really love what he brought to the table with one shot and six hits, two blocks as well. A great fourth-line performance from him. So game four set for tomorrow afternoon at 12.30 p.m. Jeremy Swayman versus, we'll see if Kotkachov is back in there, if they go back to Ranta, maybe Anderson will be ready to play. Uh, Keep an eye on locked NHL Bruins for all the latest on the lineups. And again, a fun Friday night game for us as fans. It will only mean as much as they're able to accomplish tomorrow afternoon if they go down 3-1 with Uh, two games at least to play in Carolina. It's going to be a tough road, but if it's a best two out of three, they just have to win one game in Carolina. And uh, the way they played last night, if they can bring that energy to the road, get the home crowd out of it, then uh, it's certainly possible. But one game at a time. And uh, be sure to catch Locked On Bruins on Monday as we'll recap that game. Bring you all the latest on the Boston Bruins here on the Locked On Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.